Welcome back, everybody, to Kill Time. I'm Kane. This is TJ and Travis. We are back. I think this is episode seven. Am I right, guys? I thought it was uh, six. Maybe it's six. I don't know. I lose track because of all my YouTube videos and seven. shit. I think uh, it's seven. No, it's seven. But, I missed six. I missed six. Yeah. Okay. I was say six okay. Was so, me and you. so then we are on seven. Uh, you may notice we have a little bit of a different screen. We got an extra person here. Uh, and we have our first guest this week. We didn't release that we were doing it. We were trying to, but it was kind of last minute who we decided on, so I didn't have time to make anything promotional. Uh, but this week on our episode, we do have our first guest. It's a gentleman hailing from Sin City. He served our country, and he found himself here in Tennessee selling cars. He lives in Clarksville, in case anybody wants to dox him. Uh, but he's selling cars now. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. This guy is Troy Ariola. Where are you from, and how did you get to Tennessee, buddy? So, yeah, Insert my name's Troy, uh, as he introduced me a little bit earlier. Uh, I was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. I uh, joined the United States Army, which stationed me here in uh, Tennessee at Fort Campbell. And uh, me and the wife loved it so much, we decided just to stay here, you know, and just enjoy our time in the nice actual four seasons. So, Well, the Army explains the deep voice. <clears throat> <clears throat> my apologies. Hey, is, is I, that, I can't help is it. That immediately correlated? I need to sound tougher than I actually am, so... <laughs> but uh He's yeah man that. so we met through beaming ford where i worked there for about a year and a half uh i think you started in march february, february. february. uh and we worked together for i don't know three or four months maybe and then i left but we stayed good friends we still talk all the time and the reason why we're having you on the podcast man is because you have an interesting story uh i mean we've only been friends for uh, what six seven months whatever it is uh, and we became really close. I, I consider you a, a family member. I mean, we, we talk all the time. Uh, not just that, about, like, just everyday conversation. I mean, like, deep shit. Like, we've always been able to rely on each other when somebody needed help, whatever. Uh, and that's that's actually half the reason why we started this podcast was me, Travis, and TJ all get along really well. We all talk. We've all been friends. We've all been able to count on each other for a long time. So basically how, how I want to start this podcast is with a quick question for you. Um, other than introducing yourself, is what was your childhood like and kind of what led you to getting into the Army uh, instead of, say, like college or like how high school went, whatever. Like what led you to get into the Army? What was your childhood like in that regard? Yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, you know, I didn't have a terrible childhood. You know, it was just kind of like uh, didn't know a real dad. Grew up with a stepdad who was a grumpy old Marine. Um, brother was in the Army. He was a combat engineer for a while, and now he's like, 25 Charlie or something, just computer guy. What does that mean? I have no idea, to be honest with 25 you. 25 Charlie? Yeah, it's your MO. Well, that makes four of us. <clears throat> Sick. That makes all of us. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, like, Glad. in the military, you have MOS codes, which is, like, your job code. Yeah. So, it's just, like, a code that you use to be, like, this is what so I So, like, do. if somebody, like, odds are anybody in the military listens to this, they're probably fucking 0%. But now we know you, so you're going to tell all your military friends. So, will they For know? Sure. Will they know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, probably not. Like, coming from <laughs> my world, we're always told that everybody else's job is to support ours. You know what I mean? So how much true that is, I really don't know. But, um, yeah, so no, I don't know. No idea. But, uh, yeah. So so what predominantly led you to being in, in the military? Like, uh, you said you had a grumpy old dad. Like, what was the deciding factor when you – because did, did you gradu graduate high school? I did. I graduated early to join the military. Okay, so so you knew like well beyond you were going to the military. What made you decide that? Other than say like, 
if your dad influenced you or prior prior ancestors uh, influenced you to joining the military, uh, in what branch and basically like what was your what was your military code or whatever? If you if you're allowed to say that, I mean, I know yeah, you're not yeah. allowed allowed to say a lot, but and how long you served in the military as well? Yeah, so I served four years in the army. I was an infantryman, uh, aka an eleven Bravo, as you most people won't know, but we do. But um, I don't. you don't, right? But uh, no, really, it was. Uh, Growing up with military people in my family, you know, my grandpa was Guatemalan Army, dad was Marine, my brother's in the Army. Um, I've always Damn. known I wanted to join the military and completely avoid the college route because I was a terrible student, you know? Yeah. But uh, also the Vegas shooting. I was a oh, terrible yeah. student. Weren't you there? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. That's wild. So so the Vegas shooting here, slide this fucking this way. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not when I hand him the mic, but... So the Vegas shooting was the the giant. It was a big concert, right? It was wasn't it Jason Aldean? Route ninety one concert had a whole bunch of different country artists. Gotcha. So I'm sure everybody's aware of what that that shooting was, but very large mass shooting Ooh, yeah. in Las Vegas. Just to give a little bit of a background, I don't want to like downplay this at all. Uh, but Troy and his now wife were were attending this. My ex girlfriend. Oh, ex girlfriend. Sorry, wife wasn't there. Oh, I just got him in deep Ooh. shit. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> but, so he he was at this concert. Uh, so go ahead and break down that for me. Break down, like, what? I know it's a lot. If you don't feel comfortable talking about it, you don't have to, but feel free to open up. This is a safe place. Uh, and I know how much you love safe places. Yeah, I absolutely love safe, safe places, community. along with our snowflake community. Um, <laughs> no, so, I mean, it was just like any ordinary night. And just to go back on the concert thing, it's like for you people that go to, like, EDC or, like, Burning Man, a three-day event. What do you events, mean by you people? You people. It's 2022. I would love buddy. to go Good. to EDC, man. <laughs> but it's like those kind of concerts, but for country uh, music. And it was just like a three-day oh. event. And uh, I think we skipped the first day, went on the second day, and maybe the th- I don't even remember what day it happened on. I was so messed up from it. But, um, yeah, we were just sitting in the concert really enjoying music, you know, and just chilling there and holding my ex-girlfriend closely. Sorry, wife, if you're listening. Um, but I was just holding her right in front of me, and we had my cousin and her cousin there, and uh, – you know, it's like when you plug in an amplifier into something like a, a guitar into an amp, it goes or like makes that weird popping noise. Yeah, that's what I thought it was at first. And but I grew up shooting guns, you know, like I said, my whole life. And uh, it took me a second, and I was like, "Holy fuck, those are gunshots!" Uh, that's that's a more familiar noise. Than yeah. Anything. Then yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, that's got to be traumatic. Oh, for sure. I yeah, mean, that, honestly, that realization. like, it still haunts people to today, including myself. You know what I mean? But, like, you never forget gunshots. Yeah. And you never forget the sound of a bullet passing you. You know what I mean? And it's just like, holy shit, this is happening. And then some stuff happened. And, uh, yeah. 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 It was it was definitely freaking nuts. You know what I mean? It was traumatizing. Like, me and my ex went home that night. And we were like, what the fuck just happened? My mom is a gangster, by the way. My mom's like the most straight-up G person you'll ever meet in your life. She blew through two <laughs> police barriers on the way to come pick us up. Yep. I remember making wow. a phone call, and like, this isn't a hero story or anything, but I was like, hey, mom, like, if I don't make it out, just know the girls are going to be fine. Yeah. Like, and that's factual. We can call her ass right now. But like, That's factual. You told me the story. <laughs> yeah. pull up the receipts. It definitely was, bro. Yeah. But yeah. Like, get the phone so, record. So obviously at this time you weren't in the military like that. You just said that's what led you to get into the military. So maybe join the army. Yeah, which is fucking wild to me that even at that 
what we look at now is what a young age, how much you were, I guess, well trained in, in like what to do, where to go, like how to fucking protect who's around you when you're around them. And, and that's, what's fucking wild. Cause what you, you couldn't have been 18, 20. Yeah. I literally just turned 18. Like it happened in October of 2017. I turned 18 July. Like, that is fucking wild to me. I can't imagine, yeah, like, me shit. at 18 being, like... Like, obviously, instincts kick in. You take care of, like, who you love and who's yeah. around you, etc. But, like, I just can't imagine being in one of those situations at 18. Like, it it brings up, like, the Ariana Grande concert in uh, London. Like, when all that shit went down. I mean, those are, like, 14, 15, 16-year-old yeah. girls. Yeah. How many guys do you think were actually in attendance at that? Like... It it comes down to Boy how do you know that were dragged? <laughs> it, it, it's it's just crazy to think about on, that. <laughs> At eighteen, you you were able to control the situation as much as you possibly could. Um, but being that 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 situation led you into the military, do you think it had any influence into what you did in the army, into what you wanted to do in the army, and what you want to do right now? Oh, for sure. Like, I mean. Um... To be honest with you, I was actually joining the Marines before that. I was enlisted in the Marines, swore into the Marines and everything. And uh, just a little bit back on the shooting, if I can, like uh, when everybody was running and freaking out, and this isn't bad on Marines. Marines are like, so real quick, just to justify, Marines are the dogs that you unleash during wartime. You know what I mean? Like, yep. they are just fucking pit bulls. You point them in a direction and they will fuck up everything in their path. Like, Marines are sledgehammers, and the Army's the knife. You know what I mean? So, which shocked me during the shooting, because Marines are in their awesome, gorgeous dress blues, looking like thugs the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, real-life gangster shit. And you're like, yeah, man, those guys are dope. Until the shooting happened. And the only people I ever saw running out and grabbing people was the soldiers. In their dress blues. The only people I saw, and I had to run past, right past the tents. Those were the only ones. Police officers are hiding behind porta potties, and the soldiers are out in the middle of the fucking crowd, trying to get people. grabbing people, ripping off belts. That's fucking. Wild. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Jesus. So, I told you this kid's got fucking wild ass stories. Like, this kid's a year younger than me, like basically your guy's age, and he's lived like ten lives for no fucking reason. He can barely walk. It's a twist. Yeah, if you can't get it, I can get it for you, Betty. <laughs> nice. Good job using your shirt, princess. They didn't see it. I knew, <laughs> I knew Ken was going to say something about it, bro. I was, waiting, <laughs> I was waiting for it, bro. So I saw him grab the shirt, and I was like, oh, Kane started smirking. I looked right down at him and went, oh, yeah, this is my time to shine. Kane's got that legend gene in him from his dad. Fact. Yes, sir, that's... That was very, uh, very similar right there. If Paul sees one of us doing that, dude, we're getting done. It's over. It's over. Bye. Yeah. Dunzo. You might Dunzo. as well leave now because it's not going to yeah. be a good night. He's on your ass for the yeah. evening. My, my dad's oh, yeah. actually coming down this weekend. We're filming. Next week's episode is going to be with my dad. He's supposed to be I'm excited to have him on. Yeah, yes, it's supposed bro. to be this Friday. So next week's episode will have my dad on it. And I'm just so fucking stoked, dude. I'm hyped. I am so fucking fun. Like genuine happiness is over my face right now. Um, oh, it's gonna be crazy. So you said you were eleven Bravo, and that that's infantry, correct? Yep. I think I heard that correct. Yep, yep, the infantry. Okay, so obviously you can't talk too much about what you've done, whatever you did. Um, 
but what can you tell us about like infantry? Like you rock like fucking forty thousand miles a day. Like what? What is the average day of like let's say non combat? Like what you can talk about? What did you do? Okay, so number one, just to justify, I've never done anything in my military career. One TDY to Texas for a year. The boys who went there know. Um, I mean, the everyday life <laughs> of an infantry soldier is like what I know as standard. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think DJ Shipley said it the best, and he's some famous Navy SEAL. Definitely need to check out his podcast, by the way. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. So, Sean Ryan. Couldn't Joe, hear Joe. any of that. Yeah, I can't hear, we can hear it, but yeah, just move forward. We'll just, <laughs> so, if we get the message. Um, I heard podcast. Just waking up at 5.30, you know, PT for an hour, and just live your everyday life as a soldier. But, like, I mean, PT was vigorous, you know what I mean? But I, it's what you expect the Army to be. You know, you'd have days where you're just like, hey, everybody go to the fucking pool and swim around and have fun. But then, yeah, some days you're rucking like 12 miles. We had a, what's called the Iron, I was a Rockasan, so we had like the Iron Rockasan 3187, blah, blah, blah. An Iron Rockasan was like my unit thing. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't know, it's just what we're called. 387 All right, All right. yeah. But, <laughs> so, I was trying used to, to call us the Rockasans because of like certain wars. And stuff and battles and stuff. Um, I remember it was actually recently when we went and picked up Banks. This is the gentleman we got our our devil dog from. Um, oh no shit. Yeah. So basically, I remember when we went over there, we were talking just like different, like just fucking gun shit because you're obviously drastically into guns for some reason. Uh, could couldn't be the military background. Um, None. And we were talking about, I can't remember exactly how we got on this conversation, but we were watching, like, dumb military videos of, like, shit, like, gore shit. And you're, like, talking about, like, carrying, like, an M80 or whatever the fuck, the giant machine gun, and you're, like, reenacting carrying it. And you fucking bring it up your back, and you, like, throw it over, and you fucking, like, go to jump, and you're, like... So, basically, you're full-on swan diving with a fucking 80-pound fucking machine gun with 100 pounds of ammo on you, and you just it takes all the wind out of you, and you just have to sit there and be like, the whole time, after you, when the... you have no breath. Uh, so you're talking about when you're uh, Built different, man. Okay, sorry. So obviously I missed the key details of that conversation. I focused in on jumping with a fucking machine gun that I thought was awesome. Um, and that's just like kind of the wild shit, like, I guess being in the military, even when you don't do shit, like, you just, you learn all the fucking cool shit. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Praise, praise to you, bro, because I, I don't know, you wouldn't catch me doing that, you know what I mean? I mean, how many 18-year-old kids can say they've thrown grenades and shot anti-tank missiles? And... Can you repeat that in the mic, sir? How many 18-year-old kids can say they've thrown grenades and shot anti-tank missiles and all that shit? I can tell you three that can't. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say minimum. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A minimum yeah. of three is the number. Uh, yeah. the, guys, do you have any questions up to this point for Troy right now off the top of your head? Because like, I, I have a bunch lined up, and I don't want to be the only one basically interviewing this fucking guy. I got, I got one. So you said you were stationed in uh, – Tennessee for it. So, how did you become a car salesman? Was that the only job you could get? Like, is that something you wanted to do? No. So that's actually a funny story within itself. So, uh, 
I bought a car from somewhere in Clarksville. Um, avoid buying any vehicles in Clarksville to anybody out there in the world. Anyways, Understood. I really Don't say that you might work there one day. Fuck them. Anyways, so there's this gentleman named Jordan, and uh, I needed a truck really, really bad. That's our boy, by the way. Just yeah. Talking out there. Jordan's our boy, and uh, he made the relationship so good from buying a car from him. He helped me out so much. I felt so comfortable. I called him a month later. I was like, hey, man, I get out of the Army in six months, and I'm going to need a job. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. No clue. Like, I was just getting thrown back in the civilian world. Like, hey, buddy, you're, you're just leaving everything you know since you've been 18 years old. Like, this is the only world you know, and you're going back to the normal people world. I was Good like, luck. yeah, cool, Roger that. And so called Jordan up, and he's like, yeah, man, when can you start? I was like, January 27th. He's like, that's a long way away. I was like, yeah. And I actually interviewed October. Yeah, like mad early because we were all like, when's this guy starting? Yeah, I, I interviewed October. Uh, actually, that's in a couple of days. So it was like October 18th is when I interviewed and I got hired on. I didn't start till January 28th or February or something. Yeah, it was like February. Yeah, because so processing was, or whatever. Yeah, so, but yeah. Bro, wow. this is just another example of what I'm talking about. Like, everything happens for a reason, man. Facts, dude. Sure. So, when Troy like, was first hired, Jordan obviously took him on. Train them a bit. We were actually talking about this today uh, with one of the salesmen at uh, GMC. Is basically Jordan kind of trained him a little bit, like taught him the basics, but like it was basically like here, throw him to the fucking wolves, like kind of how me and you were brought on, Travis. And like I remember like going through that situation being like, man, I wish fucking because Jordan was the same way. We were thrown in and nobody was like, hey, this is how you do this. This is how you answer the phone. This is how you fucking read a pencil. This is how you come over, overcome this objection. Until we were like two or three months in when they finally started making some management changes. And I basically fucking like took Troy and I don't even know what it was. We were literally sitting. You came to me and asked me, you're like, hey, can you help me out with this? And I was like, yeah. And we went over and we sat in the fucking corner and we were probably there for like two hours. Just fucking, I was just like giving him everything that I had for like whatever this pencil was and being like, okay, so in this situation, this you do this. Let's try it. Do it. All right. Try it again. Do it. Try it again. Do it. Try it again until he fucking nailed it. And then we move on to the next. And it was just like over time, I just kept helping him. And that's that's honestly how we really got close. Is like he was like, man, thank you so much for being a fucking genuine human being, helping somebody out when like I could be taking your money. You know what I mean? Because in in reality, every salesman wants every other salesman to fail as much as we say. Oh, I want everybody to get their bag. Because I do. I personally want everybody to fucking be able to survive, make their money, whatever. And that's why I helped them out. But most salesmen are like, I'm going to get my bag. I don't give a fuck. If somebody asks me for help, like, I'm screwing them over. I'm telling them the wrong thing to do so they get fucked and whatever. Um, And that's really how me and Troy became friends. And I don't don't really know where it exploded from there, but we just – we hung out like three or four times, went to Topgolf, hung out here. Uh, and it just, I don't know, being at work, like you, from when you were first hired, you opened up like after that, like two or three weeks, you just really opened up outside of like Jake and Jordan. Uh, and yeah, he's just a really fucking cool guy, man. Um, you did mention, I'm trying to think of what you said to lead into this was like military stories and shit about how you got into the car business. I think what you just said. Oh, he had called the guy he bought the truck the truck from. No. It was like right before that. No, I can't remember. I'm just gonna move past it. It was like a good way to lead okay. into shit. But 
one of the things in the military, man, is you've suffered a ton of injuries. Like not, not necessarily like oh you broke your fucking leg or whatever, right. but like long lasting shit. Even in your short time in the military, um, how has that affected your life today? Like, what do you? What side effects are you seeing today? Like from whatever you did, even even just in Texas, Tennessee, like what what shit that you're going through right now with your body? No, for sure, man. Um, and that's a huge misconception of like the whole military world and everything is like if you haven't deployed, you haven't been injured, right? But that's not entirely true because there's always mental injuries and then there's just physical attributes that we put our body under so much stress all the time that it really does affect your actual health, you know what I mean? So um, statistically, for every one year you're in a combat MOS in the United States military, your body ages four years faster than the average person does. Have you seen those pictures of like... Yeah, the World War pictures. Yeah, yep. dude, that shit's wild. Yep, but that's four years of continuous, yeah, like, combat, you know what I mean? Still. No, for sure. Um, but that's no, wild. you know, both my knees are uh, not the greatest. You know, there's obviously people out there with way worse injuries than me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Jason Redman, face, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and so my knees, my back, I was in a stupid Humvee accident where we had a driver was driving over. Humvees are not fast vehicles at all. They are very, very dense. Very dense. Well, they're, apparently they're, they're like not. Dense. <laughs> they're apparently not denser than a concreted in mailbox. And uh, I was sitting in the back of the troop carrier one, so it has these poles. It's just an open back, but it has poles with a tent over it. Yeah. And I was leaning against one of the poles while they were driving. And all of a sudden, I was like, doop, doop. I was like, that's weird. Boom. And we hit it. I didn't know at the time, but it was a concreted in mailbox. And it snapped me like in a U shape around the pole. And I just got up and I was like, wow, that hurt. Like, whatever. And Sergeant Maddox. His face is covered in glass from the mirror. The mirror snapped backwards and shattered in his face. So he's, like, gushing blood, and he's got glass in his face. So we're, like, picking out with our camelbacks, flushing water out of his face. But, uh, yeah, so that actually herniated two discs in my spine, and it compressed my vertebrae to where it, like, blew out the discs completely out of my spine. Yeah, so that shoulder injuries, you know, but that's just from carrying super heavy weight and understanding, like, quitting's not an option. Even at Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, even at the low level of just being a normal infantry guy, you know what I mean? There's special forces dudes that are up here that, number one, they're unbelievable dudes. You know, they're my heroes all the time. But, like, even at the low infantry, man, like, you just can't give up. It doesn't matter what you do. Just You just don't stop. You know what I mean? And then you have the mentality of, like, I don't want to tell anybody I'm hurt because then they're going to pull me out of my job. Yeah. And I love my job. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've done – That's tough. Go ahead, guys. Do you guys have anything to say? No, I just said that's tough. Oh, so like, obviously your back injuries and stuff have affected you throughout your life. I mean, I honestly don't think you can, at least when we met, you couldn't bend down and touch your toes without fucking like sheer pain or like laid down. Like if you're sitting up and like, I don't really know what position is called, but if you're like literally on the ground, legs out, sitting up, you can't slowly lay back and like fucking pick your legs up because your back hurts so bad. So over, over the multiple stories you told me, um, some many people know, some nobody knows, um, as a true friend and a person like I consider family, uh, have you ever been open about the drastic life changes that, that the military has brought on, uh, and the army has brought on to you in terms of say mental illness, uh, PTSD, uh, and, and kind of what that means for you today and what that does for you in the civilian world? Yeah. So, um, I mean, me and you were discussing this earlier when I came to see you at work is like mental health is a huge, huge problem in the military. Um, 
I think our suicides up in the military are extremely higher than they were a year ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have a job, let's bring it back to car sales, right? Yeah. You have a job. You're making your $2,500 a month as a trainee, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a clear glass in front of you because you can see everything that's going on in the showroom. For four years, you're training to go out there and sell cars. Yeah. You're ready now for it. Let me out of the cage. No, you're not ready. Let me out of the cage. No, it's not your turn to go. Let me out of the cage. No, you're not ready. But for four years, I'm building hatred and just agony. Like, for four years, you're building up so much anger, aggression, and just understanding of what you're going to do, what your job is, yeah. that you never get to unleash it. You know what I mean? Um, PTSD is a huge thing in the military community. Huge thing. Absolutely huge thing. Like, nobody really understands why i mean we understand why but nobody really gets like how it affects every person you know what I mean? because it affects everybody differently some people are just right. good they can go to the grocery store and just be like oh whatever somebody dropped a pan and then there's dudes who are taking dives into water bottles and toilet sections because something went off behind them like what just happened you know what i mean like dudes are right. permanently messed up in the yeah. brain um but like like i was telling you earlier like me and my wife had a pretty serious conversation about something about like hey what do i got to do to stay yeah. Like, yeah. So like I was going through something pretty hard, you know, a, a month ago or something. And, uh, me and my wife are having a conversation and I don't break down and cry very often or much at all. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's not how I was raised. Like the guy's always making the money, going to work, coming home, yep. dinner better be, you know, like I was raised no that way. Emotion. I don't think yeah. life that way, you know what I mean? But yeah. so I was going through something pretty dark and, uh, I told my wife pretty much, I was like, Hey, I'm going to kill myself. And that's not an attention grabber. That's not like, oh, my God, Troy needs help, whatever. No, it's not like that. I'm just putting it out there so other people can be aware of, like, well, it's okay to fucking yeah. talk to somebody. Yeah. Right. It yes. doesn't fucking matter. It's not pulling away your goddamn man card. Fucking call someone. Because I literally told my wife straight to her face that I was going to kill myself. And we had a huge discussion of, like, I don't have a hobby. I don't have anything. I don't, like anything i hate going out in public blah 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 you know what i mean so we yeah. disguise it as like i have a box and whatever is in this box is gonna save my life what the fuck's in it yeah. i haven't figured it out yeah so travis this this is for all three of us tj i'm sure you're gonna test this too with college and your job is and a lot of people like like my father and people in the older generations grandparents parents, whatever, go to work, go home, go to sleep. They work for the paycheck. And the three of us can 100% attest to doing 55, 60-hour weeks, making fucking the bag and coming home, working six days a week, whatever, and being like, what the fuck do I do now when we have a day off or whatever? And that's that's not yeah. that's not like me, Travis, TJ, Troy fucking being, oh, boo-hoo, woe is me. That's just us having the reality and the fucking conscience consciousness to say man i don't want to fucking do that the rest of my life yes. like right. half the reason why we started this podcast the two kill time podcast the tkt podcast was to get on here and fucking tell our story to tell what we go through every day what's going in our mind to get into deep conversations stupid conversations to make our lives easier to have that decompressor every week to talk about what happened 
to have other people in our lives know like, hey, it's okay to fucking talk about what's going on. And that's that's really the reason why I wanted to have you on is not just because you have a great story, but because you're open enough to fucking tell people, hey, it's okay. Like, I, I'm going through shit. You're going through shit. Travis has fucking mental health issues. TJ has mental health issues. I have mental health issues. Like, I, I was raised much like you were in the fact of, hey, the man does this. They pay the bills. They they fucking go to work every day. The woman stays home or whatever. Not not that the woman stays home. My mom worked her whole life. She's one of the hardest working women I've ever met, alongside Travis's mom and TJ's mom. The hard, three hardest working women I know in my life are fucking our three moms. And, and that's fact. I mean, that's not even sure. just us. Like like going going down to the fact of, I don't want Haley to work when she's fucking 50, 55, 60. Like, I don't fucking want that. You don't want that for Vit. Travis doesn't want that for Lindsay. TJ doesn't want that for Lily. Like, it's it comes down to the fact that we're we were raised in a very similar way in that aspect. And sitting here thinking, like, I gotta be tough, like you said, I don't cry all the time. Uh Haley will tell you how many times like I've opened up and cried. Like, just listen to a song. Like Saturday nights when we all get together, fucking chill. We'll go to fucking bed and I'll still be listening to music and I'll just fucking cry. Just to cry. <laughs> because like when the fucking else when else do i have a chance like yeah i might yeah. be fucking drunk and might be more emotional whatever but it it's okay to fucking open up about that i never thought that i would have anxiety or depression yeah. um and o- since i've moved here i've realized like hey it's not just that you're scared it's fucking anxiety and it's really fucking bad like you're right. not just scared for whatever's coming and it made me realize like when i was in high school bro i played baseball every year it did not matter if it was me going to practice, me going to a game, me going to a tryout, me going to an open gym. I would get the worst fucking anxiety. Like, I would fucking feel sick to my stomach, nervous as shit, for no fucking reason, going to practice, going to a yeah. game before I went out to a, to a mound visit, to pitch, to hit, whatever. Like, And now I realize yeah, that I, as I'm an adult that that's okay. Like, people fucking understand that. When I was a teenager, I, I used to look at people like, my sister has really severe mental issues. Uh, not mental issues, but mental health issues. Excuse me. And she used to take pills melatonin. Just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. Melatonin to sleep, like severe mental health issues. And I just always think, man, like taking a pill to like feel happy to me, like for me, it isn't it. For me, it isn't it. No, but it's okay for I other can't. people to do it. I used to look down on it, and now I don't because, like, I grew up and I realized what is fucking real here. Like, for me, taking a pill, I can't do it. I find happiness in other things. Like you said, what's in your box? We talked about it today for a good 30, 45 minutes. My box is this, making the podcast, streaming every day, fucking making YouTube videos. Like, that's my fucking box. Haley will tell you, I've told stream, I've told my viewers, I've told my community thousands of times. The reason I do this every day, as much as it's for you, it's for me. It's my escape from everything in the world, and I hope me doing it provides that fucking escape for you guys. That one viewer that might come in and be like, fuck, I needed this. I'm there every fucking day for two and a half years. I'm the guy that, oh, fucking thank God, there's one thing that I know is going to be there today, and I can fucking count on it today. Like, that's huge. Travis and TJ, I, I want you guys to open up a little bit about your fucking your mental health issues if you want 
Uh, if you don't feel comfortable, don't worry about it. But I would just like this to be like a whole whole little segment here because we've all struggled with shit in the past, and I just want to give you guys a chance to to talk to Troy about it, talk to the viewers about it. I'm going to hand him the mic, and I'm just going to sit back and listen. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like all of us now are such mental health advocates because, I mean, I'm not totally sure, but when I was growing up, it was almost everyone kind of thought mental health wasn't really a thing. It was always be a man, man up, get over it, you'll be all right, you know, dust it off. And, you know, that shit takes a toll after a while. And then once you start to get older and realize that anxiety, depression, that shit will eat away at you worse than being physically sick. No, for sure. And I mean, it absolutely does. Yeah, like that. No one really well, dude, talks about it. That's something that I've dealt with the past, actually, years since last May. So, obviously, Troy wouldn't know this. Like, ever since May, like, March... April around that time last year, dude, like I've, I've had such anxiety for no reason. Like even at work now, like I'm a car salesman of three months, I think to today's marks my three months. Anyways, like random panic attacks, dude. Like, I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll literally like crawl up in Lindsay's arms sometimes because I literally just can't handle it. Like, and I don't know what it's from. Most of my life, I kept shit bottled up, and that's just, like, the wrong thing to do, but as TJ said, like, I'm a completely different person than I was even a couple of years ago, because I, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I didn't believe in that, because I didn't experience it before, I was like, not that I didn't believe in it, Nobody I didn't know really how does. it was. You know, yeah. no one will really get it until you go through it yourself and then it clicks and you're like, oh, shit. Well, it's also just like, like that's... everybody's soft. Why are they going through this? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then it yeah. happens to you and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, like, I'm sorry for everything I've ever done. And that's a huge thing with everybody is you grow up. Hey, man, just be a fucking man. Just do this. Like, pain yeah. for me now is equivalent to everything across the board. I get a splinter, right. cut my hand wide open on a knife. It's just pain. You know what I mean? But emotional damage is not that, man. It is not. Yeah, we we were just talking about that right before the podcast. You were talking about pain tolerance, and it's more than that. Like you said, like you get a splinter, you fucking cut your hand. Like I, I have a scar on my knee. I have a fucking scar on my face. I have a scar on my fucking hand. And you can ask fucking them. Like, I got the scar on my fucking face. Like, I hopped up fucking. It was. A, I'm yeah, not going to get into the story now. Like, I want that to be its own thing. But that like that all happened, I refused episode. to go get stitches until the next fucking afternoon. I went to Haley's grandparents for literally to say goodbye to her whole family. And they were like, you need to go get stitches like her. Her uncle's a nurse or a doctor. I think he's a nurse. And he was like, no, you need to do that now. Like it, you're at the point where they might not give you stitches and you're going to be fucked. And so I went and got <laughs> stitches and. Like, I actually looked at a clip the other day from stream of when I first turned my face cam back on, and I was like, holy shit, my scar was fucking gnarly. Like, now, like, to me, like, I don't really notice it's there that often. And, like, I can't picture my face without it, and when I see, like, an older picture, I'm like, damn. And then I see that clip, I was like, holy fuck, it was bad. Like, it was bad. And I was just like, nah, I'm fucking good. But like you said, the mental health thing, like, when me and Haley first moved here, I came to the realization, like, throughout college and throughout, like, just 
majority of of high school, like I just wasn't happy. Like I was happy playing sports, and that was fucking it. Like once that was taken away from me when I went to college, like it shouldn't say taken away. I got fucking fat and did it to myself. But like once that like got out of my life, I was like, man, I don't know what I fucking find happiness in anymore. And that and then I found fucking gaming and and streaming and content creation and my fucking friends and like Haley would be like, what is wrong? Because I would come home pissed. Like, and I, I'm the positive guy at work all the time. Like, I'm that fucking, like, shining fucking light as much as I can be and try and <laughs> fucking help other people. And I would come home fucking miserable and just hate my fucking self, put on a smile for fucking stream and go on, and I'd be like, yo, fuck this shit. And she'd be like, what's wrong? I'd be like, I'm fucking, I don't, I'm not fucking happy. She's like, what do you mean? Bro. I'm, like, I'm not fucking happy. And Bro, that's the other thing. Yeah. Like, it gets easier to mask it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It gets easier to put that fake smile on, put that yep. fake personality. But meanwhile, it's just adding up. It's fucking in knocking the brain, on the door you know? the whole time. Yeah. Well, it's like a- well, and like Kane, obviously, like, so me and you have played basketball like countless times. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to count. But like, me and TJ, like, that's something that me and TJ got close over. That's how we met. And like, Kane came down the same day. But, like, dude, the amount of times me and TJ have been, like, depressed and we'll hit up each other and, like, let's go shoot hoops for, like, I don't even know, all day, every hours. day. Hours. So, Dope. like, it's definitely tough, dude. Moving to Plattsburgh, like, going back to the box thing a little bit, I went through a time where I didn't like to do anything. I didn't, I didn't like sitting here, but I didn't like going out. I didn't want to just sit here and play games. Like, I couldn't find myself. Yeah. And, and like the that, one thing I had to do was, like, play ball because that's the only thing I've ever loved. Yeah, and that and that's my thing now, man, is, like, I've come so accustomed to playing, like, games with other people. Like, playing solos is so tedious, and I'm finally starting to get back into it of just playing games by myself. But like you said, it's it it comes down to being open about it. And I'm, I'm not. Like, I don't talk to anybody about my shit ever. Like, even today. Like, I don't. I don't fucking yeah. hit up my dad. I don't hit up my mom. I don't hit up you guys and be like, man, I'm fucking having a shit day. Like, I'll fucking call you guys and vent and be like, yo, fuck this guy. But I won't be like, man, I'm fucking sad. Like, I am in trouble mentally right now. I don't know about you guys, but the only person that really hears what's going the fuck on is my girlfriend. Yeah. Same. Everyone else will just know bits and pieces of what i feel like sharing yeah like i don't offer that a little bit the bad part about that like for me the use like Lindsay, you. Lindsay knows more about me than anyone else but i'm not gonna sit here and tell my mom i'm struggling Mm-mm. like for all of us we all have no, this especially my mom that, i'm not gonna tell her shit well yeah it, and like for all of us dude we all have the chip on our shoulder to be that like the rock of the family you know what i mean yeah, so w- yeah. going off of that, Travis, is one of the biggest, most toxic things I was ever raised and told about was if I die without having a son, is my last name won't live on. And I say it's toxic because I fucking think of that shit every fucking day. Like a son? Beca- yeah, if I don't have a son, hey. my last name dies. It's true. I have no brothers. I am the youngest wilder on the planet. Oh, holy shit. So if I wow. die without a son, my last name dies. And even though, that's, like, that's yeah, it's toxic, whatever, no it reason. is. But, like, I don't think of it as that. It's like, holy shit, like, if I die without a son, my last name is here. So, like, 
Like you said, chip on your shoulder. Like, I think of that all the fucking time. Do I think of it every day when I wake up? And my sisters... Wilder legacy. Like, if... My sisters are are strong and they they do a lot for what where they are in life and what has happened to them throughout their life but i've always felt like i'm the fucking guy like i gotta fucking make it like i gotta do something and we've talked about that like it it doesn't matter who it is i feel like i gotta be that guy and that's why i don't talk to people about my shit that's why i don't fucking do anything that's why i stream every day because i want to be that person for somebody else so see i have that Sorry to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. I just go ahead. have that same exact problem because I feel like is as hard as it is, you like you feel like you look weak. Yeah, like explaining and that, that exactly goes back to the to the masculinity shit that we were just talking about is yeah. it comes down to to being raised that way. And I personally, yeah, this is my my personal thought. You can think whatever the fuck you want. You can think it's ma- toxic masculinity or whatever. I think that's how how the way I way I was raised and us three or us four were raised is the way we should have been raised because it made us who we fucking are, and we're yeah. able to talk about it today. Um, in our live chat, I've missed a bunch of chats, but that's okay. Brian stopped in and said. Are you guys talking about depression as a whole, or did something specific start it? It's just a topic we're, we're we're talking about in this podcast, is because again, I think we were raised in the proper way because it made us all who we are. TJ, you grew up essentially without a father for the most predominant years of your life. Travis, yeah. the same way. Um, Troy, you grew up with a dad. You guys had your own specific relationship, um, and I grew up with a loving father and loving loving mother that I've had. And I couldn't be more grateful for that because I don't have another friend that I can genuinely say that, hey, my fucking parents love each other. They're still together. They're still here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I'm the only, I couldn't name another friend that I have that way. And I'm so right. grateful for that. And if, if it wasn't for my, my parents, your mom and dad, and your mom, and your mother and father, like, we wouldn't be who we are, man. And, if, if I was raised in a different way, it wouldn't fucking, I wouldn't be who See, I am. That's wild to me because besides Travis, everyone in my life has had that. Really? That loving mom, dad. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously like, a few outliers. I mean, like, like, like my, my best friend Brian has a mom, mother and a father, but like when I was always around, it was always something going on. The dad was always somewhere. And that, that isn't me like airing yeah. out their shit. That's just like me as a fucking 13 year old, like observing what was going on around like oh dad's at church till fucking three in the afternoon or whatever and and i i love doug and i love his mom and i love brian to death like they over anyone like that's the fucking guy i'm gonna go to no matter how many times he fucks me over i fuck him over it it has not mattered in our friendship over 22 years like if i need him he calls me he texts me i love him to death and again it, it it just comes down to if your mom was in a different situation, do you think you would be in a in a different situation? Do you think your life would be different? If Travis, I mean, if, if if your dad never got sick, do you think you know what I mean? Like think think about how much of an impact those things have on people and I have actually thought about this. Like what if I did have like that, you know, stereotypical, you know, household, I guess. Yeah. I just don't think I would have as much as like 
the grind or like yeah, I want don't, to be better. You know bro, what I mean? Like almost that's like why I'm pampered. so thankful for my parents because even though I grew up with that quote unquote picture fucking perfect shit, my mother and father are two of the hardest fucking working people on this fucking earth. And they instilled in me like you do fucking right Heavy. every single fucking time. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's fucking money, who you're talking to, fucking what you stand to benefit. You fucking help them as much as you fucking can. And like one thing when we went home is Haley's parents always said or Haley's mom when we were just home in July was like, oh, Haley would have never fucking been in the place she is now if it wasn't for you. And it's like, nah, that's fucking bullshit because the shit fucking she went through as a fucking adolescent teenager like, she was going to fucking make it either way. I just fucking pointed her in her direction, was like, hey, this is the way I'm going. You can follow or get fucked. And that isn't, like, a shot on her or me being a dick. That's just, it's, hey, like, this is the direction I'm fucking going. This is what I'm going to do. And she's been the best fucking person I could have ever asked for for it. And it comes down to that. I think we yeah. can all attest to that situation with our fucking significant others. Oh, for sure. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it dude it's just it's nice when you both see that vision of just you know moving forward together and not like growing as people and not just like relying heavily on each other to grow you know what i mean like still being able to like grow as individuals together right it's it's i don't know it's just so i'm going to use this to, to transition that. out of this fucking depressive shit is yeah yeah so we're all in significant relationships. You're fucking married somehow. Um, I've been with Haley for fucking eight and a half years. Travis, You're how long have you been married. with Lindsay? A year and five months. That was a hesitation, sir. You better hope she doesn't listen to this long in the episode. Yeah. TJ, how long have you been with Lily? Uh, it will be two years in November. So I'm going to ask you all this question. Troy, I'm going to hand you the microphone first. Is We've all had our ups and fucking downs. One year, five months. We we have all had our fucking problems. It's safe. Like, I mean, me and Haley have been on the cusp of breaking up oh, multiple yeah. times. Even since we've moved here, like, shit's happened. And it's not even, like, serious arguments. Like, at this point, it's little arguments and shit leads to one thing to another, whatever. Tell me, what what have you done? Or, sorry, what has she done to make your life better? Yeah, let's talk about it. What has my wife done to make my life better? Man, that's a lot. Yeah, like, that's a, a lot because if we're going to dive back, I mean, just a hair backwards into the depression and all that shit. Like, I wake up in the morning, I hate my fucking life. I stand up and I'm like a fucking penguin. I can't feel my feet. Remember that? Yeah. So I waddle like I'm fucking retarded. Never mind. So. <laughs> I wake up, can't Sorry. feel my Sorry. feet. That's not funny, but like, <laughs> but like, and I hate my life for it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm 23 years old. I have this, this, and this wrong with me. Wrong with me. You know, I don't like to believe it's a real thing, but it is. And my wife sits there in bed and she laughs at me. She's like, "Hey, Mr. Waddles, what are you doing this morning?" And as much as that's like a shit talk, it makes me laugh. You know what I mean? You're just like, yeah. whatever. And then now you have a smile on your face. You know what I mean? And then so now for the rest of your day. You started with a fucking smile. Yeah, like, how many people can say that, bro? Every day. Kane, sorry, couldn't hear you. 
I just said how many people can say that. I'm just going off the story. Oh, no, yeah, you're good. I just it broke in and out. But nobody can say they wake up every morning and have a smile on their face. I fucking can because a woman out there puts up with more fucking shit in this world than anybody else. I not shit on anybody else's wife or girlfriend, but my Fred. wife puts up with the shit. Being in public and like that's not a fucking lie. I've been there multiple times, dude. He he is something fucking else with his wife, dude. <laughs> like it is brutal. Like and we got we went to Nashville for I don't go out. You know that. I have the biggest like not fear. I just get full of anxiety when I go out in public places. So I don't go out. First time we went out, I got in a fight by myself against two other dudes, and she had to deal with the fact that I literally said, "If you don't get off of me, I'm gonna kill you." Not screamed it, not didn't calm as day, and meant every single fucking word of it. And she literally was like, holy shit, somebody grab my fucking husband and get him the fuck off of him. He's going to do this. He's better fuck him doesn't. I don't know anything about Vitt's past, but, like, she's, like, mentally fucking strong, dude. Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be married to Troy. Like, you guys (laughs) don't know him well, but... It's fucking no. wild, bro. Well, I think that's another thing we have in common, though, is, like, dude, I do love Lindsay, but that's because, like, she puts, like, I have a fucking temper on me, man. Like, yeah, TJ shit, and dude. Kane know. Obviously, you don't know us. But, like, dude, the smallest thing will tick me, like, off so bad. You know what I'm saying? You're a little hot-headed. Just a tad. So, like... She deals with it, and she's helping me grow as a person, which isn't her job, but that's the reason why it makes the relationship worth it. It's like, 100%. she helps me a lot more than I help her. I wish I could help her more, but she's already ahead of me. You know what I mean? She's more grown. Like, there's nothing I can tell her. Yeah, like, that she's, she's fucking adult, better. and she, she looks know. like, not yeah. that she looks down yeah. on me, but it's, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, come on, drag. Right. Yeah, she's like, dude, get your shit together. Yeah, and you're like, bitch, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Dude, that's the thing with Lily, man, is even, like, I'm stuck in that grind, you know, just go, and then I, like, I get gassed out, or I lose focus, or, you know, something takes over where I'm just, like, I can't fucking keep going. Mm. She's always right there being, like, yeah, you can, even with her being a fucking nurse and doing eight times the workload that I'm even thinking about doing, she's still somehow consistently... Every morning and every night. And, yeah. So, can't appreciate her. Gentlemen, women are the most resilient creatures on this earth. Right? Statistically, scientifically, verbally, mentally, whatever you want to fucking say. They're resilient. Right? In the I'm so glad that you used the word... uh, um, Creature, creature. Because every time, every time I answer the phone when she calls, dude, I'll say, "Hey, my beautiful creature," because that's what she is. She's a fucking gorgeous creature. You know what I mean? (laughs) For sure. But I had a question for you, Travis, about the hothead thing, man. And this is like not putting you on the spot because I want to know if you're exactly like me. The smallest fucking thing will set you off to a million. I mean, I I lived with Kane for four years in college, and like. Lindsay, if you're listening, I love you, but I used to have this ex named Lily, and dude, it, it was toxic, man, and one time, like, I was arguing with this guy over sports, and my ex-girlfriend at the time commented on something, and he called her, can we swear on her, bitch? Yeah. We swear all the time. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? <I swear> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, 
Dude, and, and I bugged out, like, you know, Kane was trying to calm me down. I slammed the door in Kane's face. Like, it wasn't me. Like, I, I obviously care about Kane. I didn't do it intentionally, no, but, like. Up. I fucking flung over the door. I was like, bro, you better watch the fuck out. Like, listen, you need to calm the fuck down. So, yeah, like, it really is the smallest things that will take me off. But I hate to keep going back to it, but it's because I kept so much stuff bottled up throughout my life that, like, dude, I, I black out. I really do. 100%. That was my question for you is because, like, me, if it's super serious, like, world's about to end shit, I'm, like, calm as day. Think, it doesn't matter. I yeah, think dude, that, I'm chilling and I'm numb. I think it's because it's, like, when it's a real-world fucking large thing. I've thought about this a thousand times because I'm the same way. So when shit bothers me, like, it's like, all right, let's relax. All right, you need to stop. And then it's like, okay, third time, like, it's on fucking site. And it very rarely ever gets to the third time, but it happens. And I think it's genuinely because when it's a big situation, I can sit back and be like, oh, there, like there's all this information. Let me soak that fucking in and be like, okay, yeah, I can solve this. Like, this is fine. This is a problem like we can take over time. When it's something little, I'm like, God fucking damn it. How do I fix this? And I just get so fucking pissed. Yep. I think that's why. Yep. But like, if you're that's walking past a door and your belt loop gets stuck in the fucking door handle, uh, I'm obliterating that fucking yeah, door. It's done, so. So this is when we had Jake, Boston Terrier, probably for like three years. So we first, we replaced the back door, like, I don't know, fucking however long ago. Now it's fucking purple. So we replaced the back door, and my parents don't know this, so if you're listening, please don't fucking listen. Um... I let the dog out, and I'm going to school, and I'm the only one home, so I let the dog out. I'm fucking standing on the back porch, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's ready to go, and I come to the fucking back door, and I turn the handle, and the door's fucking locked. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? Can't get it open. I'm the only one home. I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm locked out. It's done. Like, it's on site. I'm going to school with nothing. Like, so I fucking... Walk around. Luckily, the front door, for some reason, my mom didn't lock it after she left. Thank God. So I get back in the front door, and I go to the fucking back door. That motherfucker was unlocked. I unloaded on the door, dude. I fucking pout. You can still see my knuckles in the back door. If you've ever noticed the back door, you can see, like, four little circles. That's my fucking knuckles, dude. I unloaded on that bitch. I was, like, I was probably 15, and I clocked it. I was pissed, dude. But yeah, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get fucking sidetracked. I had to tell that story. I've never told that story to anybody in my life. First year. But anyway, to sum it up a little bit, I I do actually try relentlessly to like control my anger because I know it makes me that much worse of a person than who I know I can be. But it's difficult, man. It's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. And it will forever be the- hard, brother. But it's the road you must travel. That's not, that was philosophical. That was shit. Steve as that was the Damn. fucking Yoda. Did we end the podcast on that? They gave me chill. Yeah, thank you. See you next week. My God. How do we. <laughs> Keep that no, one dude, in the I get so pissed driving. Oh my that's God. When I, bro. That's I when I fucking. I got road rage like a motherfucker, dude. <laughs> all right, so all four of us do not fuck around. It's the reason why I no longer I, carry my AR in my car, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd shit my pants, bro. Someone pulls up next to me. Fucking ninjas. Fucking whips it out next to me. Where's the smoke? 
Yeah. I'd be like, why is Rambo driving next to me? What the fuck, yeah. dude? All right, I have one more question. This is the last, like, kind of serious question, I guess, before we get into kind of a little bit more joking, uh, is we've spoken at length of our life goals and dreams and shit, like all of us individually with each other. What type of men do we all hope to be, and what's one thing? So so we've talked about what type of men we hope to be one day and what type of men we are now in this podcast today. What is one thing, let's end it on a high note, of what we think we fucking do right? One thing. Simply wow. one thing. Just, just one thing you think, like, as a man, you do right. Voice of an angel. I legitimately think the one thing I do right is have two lines that you should never ever fucking cross. It doesn't matter who you are. Okay. Never fuck with a man or never fuck with a woman and never fuck with a child. Yeah. Judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. That moment. So you think like that's your two fucking morals that you Yeah, Bro, I... Troy Troy has these motivational quotes down. Dude, we need yeah, we need yeah, you to close every episode for us. Yeah. I have a whole notebook. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, you gotta be the closer. No. But like legitimately like if I ever walk in public and this isn't a tough guy story bullshit, like she if I ever see you hit yeah, a woman in public, I'm going insane. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The fuck out, yeah, dude. like if I ever see you put your hands on a kid or like a man following a fucking little girl into the bathroom, I I'm definitely going to jail for murder. And that's just <laughs> yeah. how it should be. You know, this whole fucking bullshit nowadays of like, yeah, adults can love children and it's no, not a thing. Not. No. Go no, fuck yourself. No, no they fucking can't. Go I tell fuck Lindsay yourself. All the time, I tell Lindsay all the time, if someone puts a hand on her, dude, she's going to meet me in prison. I'm going to kill him. On, yeah, bro. On God. On, on, God. on God. On God. Like, yeah. Fuck. You yeah. Children, but to, to answer your question, Kane. Um, not like that. A fucking <laughs> yo, Troy. No, not like yeah, that, bro. yo, bro. Not like that. Like, I, I missed. You. Like, you're my yeah, no, no shit. Fuck. Yeah, I know. It's okay. <laughs> One out of here. Um, All right, Travis TJ, what do you though, think? I think that I I have the mindset, and whatever I do, okay. I'm not gonna fail, and that I go a hundred percent in everything, and you won't even catch me like doing ninety nine percent. Not ninety nine point nine nine. No. One hundred. Point one. All right, so so what about you, TJ? What do you think? Um, I mean, I definitely fuck up a lot of things, you know. Me too. But but I feel like I try to be her like peace. You know what I mean? Like for lack of better words, like if she like Did you know she's having a really shit day and like she's super overwhelmed, if she can like text me and then try to give her some relaxation or calm or just mental just a break from whatever day oh, she's sad. having so i'm just trying to be consistent and supportive i guess yeah is probably what i try to do best yeah so the one thing i think i do right as like a man in my household and this isn't like i'm not trying to fucking you know what i mean like this isn't like a masculinity trip by any of us it's like macho man us. Just, just like is? you said, bro, is is finding whenever Haley's stressed, is like, babe, it's gonna be all right. Like being able to con shit down and exactly. fucking assessing it from fucking twenty feet back and being like, okay, 
I'm in this situation, but if I wasn't, what would I do? Like, if I, if you're going through shit, what am I doing in your situation? Like, just assessing what's going on around me to better fucking prep myself to what's going on, I think is something yeah. I do really well. Definitely. I think so, too. We try to be the best yes. at everything. But so, what? I said we try to be the best at everything, but I mean... Yeah, but that just doesn't work out. Fuck no. And fuck that, no, it doesn't. And that's one thing I pride myself on is, like, I've always been that guy for, like, bosses, friends, whatever, is the guy that, hey, what do you? What would you do here? Like, what? what's going on? Like, this is a situation. What would you do from an outsider? I think I do a really yeah. good job at that. Um, so getting off the hard-hitting topics... Uh, we're already an hour in, and it's our first guest episode, so I don't really care. Like, our guest episodes are going to be a little bit longer. Um, yeah. The first light question, and this is for all of us, okay, is if you could eat only one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh. There's Dude, a gas I station near my house. I need to start these questions in advance. You, start, you started this with, ooh, there's a gas station near my house. Just hear me out. It's called Papa Rock's. <laughs> And it has the most amazing little, like, four-sliced pizza thing. And it is the most gangster pizza you'll ever eat in your life. A gas station pizza. Gas station pizza. Is that what wow. you guys said to me earlier when you guys were like, yeah, we had gas station pizza earlier? Absolutely. Dead fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. The rest of your life, every the meal, you're like, yeah, that's gas it. Station. Okay, so, that's so let's say... Let's say you don't have to travel there. Like, you just always have it. What if you had to travel there every time? Like, what if, like, it's something that you can't travel to get? You got to have it. Like, it's grocery store. You got to make it. Whatever. Beef stroganoff. Oh. That's... I love beef stroganoff. That's valid. That is... Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. I was about to say something, but yeah. You're saying, oh, man, see. <laughs> like, every, that's all you can eat the rest of your life. What are you eating, TJ? Chicken, bacon, ranch, pizza. Probably. That's even worse than the fucking gas station pizza. Yeah, nah. Like that. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Like, for the rest, well, then you got to think of something versatile, like pancakes. You know what I mean? You got Pancakes, pancakes are all- not versatile. Yeah, you can. You can have them whenever yeah, you whenever during the day. Pancakes are not versatile. You can only eat them like one way. I didn't mean like pancakes, different pancakes, types of pancakes. No, pancakes. Like, like you're talking one thing. Oh, just the pancakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, like if he's saying pancakes, Wait, you're eating so pancakes. Put, oh shit, I can't put like butter or nothing, right? Well, you can use like butter and condiments and shit, but like oh, that you can yeah, only yeah. fucking have it one way. Like if you're getting pizza, you're getting cheese pizza every time. But uh, just to clarify, it doesn't have to be homemade, but it has to be something you can obtain in your house. It's not like you can't travel to go get it every time. Oh. Yeah, but that's different. I mean, like, you can't go to the fucking gas station and get 27 fucking pizzas, Troy. In and out Burger, I love you and will always love you. They were it knocked out, I think, first time. Yeah. If it's not something I can't go and get, so then you can go get it. On, yeah. But it, you like you can't go and get it every time. Like you can't just like go to a fucking fast food restaurant every time. Okay, then yeah, lasagna. You know, lasagna. That, that's that, really lasagna. good. Yeah, that's solid. Travis, what about you? 
I'm probably going fried chicken, dude. I love fried chicken. Damn. See, that's a tough pick for I'm me, not a personally. Big fried chicken guy. Nah, dude, I already eat fried chicken as much as possible. Every time I go somewhere, dude, or like me and Lindsay make fried chicken all the time, dude, I'm always eating it. Dude, I honestly, I like, I think I would have to, man, fried, I couldn't do fried chicken. I, I could do, like, it. chicken tenders. Well, that's what I'm saying, but, like, so we have this, I, I don't even know, she makes it, she literally, like, puts this fucking type of breading around chicken, and it gets crispy, do, like, crispy chicken tenders. Huh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> gas, not even gonna lie, dude. Um, I think... I think if I had to choose one meal, it would either be like a cheeseburger, like a home, like a charcoal, like cooking on a charcoal grill. I fuck with cheeseburgers. Solid. It's yes. an easy pick. Um, but I think if I legitimately had to pick something, it would probably be like Sloppy Joe mac and cheese. It's got your dairy. It's got your dairy. It's got your protein. It's got your carbs. It's got your three main shit. I'm not a big fan of that. No, homemade. 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 That's that's not a question. Um, okay, I thought you were gonna say like some hamburger help. No, like homemade. Like, like fucking, you take like boxed Velveeta mac and cheese, and then like the cup of fucking uh, whatever the hamburger fucking or sloppy Joe shit is. Put the hamburger in there. Mm, fucking okay, okay. Heaven. Oh, you talking uh, about the manwich? Toxic, which is actually Brian. I don't know why I said toxic. Brian says he would be steak every time. Steak? Every time. You know this totally fair. I know everybody that's in chat, yeah, pretty uh, much. Everybody that ever comes in here in chat, I pretty much know. I'm going to take this time to interrupt the podcast to say, if you guys know anybody that wants to sponsor this podcast or the stream, uh, guaranteed impressions, we can help you guys out. If you know anybody with a small business, please let us know. Our podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube every Wednesday at 5 a.m. Again, if you know of anyone with a small business or you have a small business yourself and you're looking for a little bit more exposure, please reach out to me on Facebook at Kane Wilder or on Twitter at Wilder42K. We'll help you guys out. Um, I just want to say that because people are asking if what are – what. We should probably give our socials as yeah, well. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Go ahead. You can reach me at uh, on Facebook at TJ Van Buren or Instagram at TJVB0423. Go ahead, Trav. <laughs> I uh, zoned out for a minute. You can reach me that. on Facebook at Travis Frazier and uh, Instagram. I don't really know what I have it to right now. I change it quite a bit. I'll let you guys know next time. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I just want to say that because Troy's been getting questions because he let people know he's on a podcast, so they want the link. I uh, just want to say that because, again, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Under the Two Kill Time Podcast or TKT Podcast, they both should come up under your first search. Uh, the next question that's kind of lighthearted for you guys is it's a 1v1 situation. So we've done 1v1 situations against many things before on this podcast. This one is a little bit different, okay? So this is your maximum 1v1. What I mean by that is it's the maximum you think you could take in any situation in a 1v1 environment. And we're going back. We're taking Rome Coliseum. We're taking the Coliseum aspect as we always do. 10-4. It's a 1v1. You versus any fictional character. 
Who do you think maximum you can take on? Troy, you're up first. What do you mean fictional? Like animated? It can be animated, a movie, like, it can't be a real figure. If it's a movie, it can't be like a biography or like a story. It's got to be like a legitimate thing like Iron Man, fucking Captain America. Fictional. Can't be real. Can't be non-fictional. Got you. Got you. What was that game, Mortal Kombat? You remember Mortal Kombat? Yeah. No I'm offense, beating the dog shit out of Scorpion. Really? Get over here, my ass. No, I'm, I'm, no I'm chance. fucking up Scorpion. No chance. <laughs> Me and you are going to get along well, dude, because we simply don't lose. We just don't lose. <laughs> I also just feel like I'm meaner than him. You know, like, he has to put x-rays and shit to, like, look at the bones I'm breaking. And I'm just like, I'll just fucking kill you. I like this guy. Um, Ruthless. TJ, what about you, buddy? Jesus, I don't know. The Mortal Kombat's got me thinking. I think I would be fucked. Any anyone in the Mortal Kombat universe, realistically, they got. Yeah, I think anybody in that's shit. kicking my ass. Yeah, no, I'm I'm smoked. But I don't know, dude, because there's so many. Like you, the absolute max. Like that's tough. Like because so we could different... say like, oh, I could take Mickey Mouse any day of the week, or like, yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. take on Goofy. That motherfucker's seven foot tall. Like, no, he's you know what I mean. Like, what's the max? Goofy, bro, what? No chance. Yeah, that motherfucker's probably agile as shit. He's like KD. You think you could take on Bugs Bunny? I could take down Bugs Bunny. That's a rabbit, dude. Dude's got the IQ. It don't matter, dude. He's fucking two foot tall. Hold on, so I'm confused. I don't know, like like your maximum I, maximum output. Ooh. <laughs> he goes. Mm. I think legitimate. So like I, the way I always think of these, dude, is like, all right, what could I handle? So when we talked about like the one v one versus any animal, I like right. ran through like a list. So like, you think maximum? You're thinking for me, like max is like Hulk. Can't take. Yeah, that's can't what I was thinking. I can't take Hulk. I can't take Thanos. I no. could probably, probably take like Black Widow, on like yeah, the dude, Marvel I could, scale. I could fuck Spider Man up. Yeah, like same. No, no. I could probably be Spider Man. Have you seen the game, dude? Like those robbers and shit. They ain't shit. I'm better than that. I'm smarter yeah, than that. Okay. Um, legitimately, like fictional character. I think if I go Are animated you down Batman. Batman? Can you take him down? Probably, dude. Like I mean it's as essentially Batman's just a fist fight. Batman's just a fist fight. He ain't got nothing special about him. He has no combat training. He's just got the fucking batarang thing. The fucking the grappling hook in his fist. I can easily take fucking Batman. I don't want to nerd the fuck out right now, but Batman totally has combat trade. No, the fuck he does not, dude. I've never once seen... I have never once seen Batman go to fucking combat training or take martial arts. Not one episode, not one anything. I've never seen him training in my life. Let's finish it off. My max is the Hulk. I'm not beating the Hulk, but anyone else put in front of me, dude, they're toast. No way, dude. You're taking what? Iron Man, Captain America, the superhuman? Well, well, now, hang on, because you said if Batman doesn't have any of his tools, that means No, no, Iron no, Man that's not what can't... I said. That's not what I said. I said that all Batman loser. has 
is his Batarang and his fucking shit. Like, he's got nothing special. What's so special about Batman? All right, so if we're talking, if everyone has their fucking powers, dude. I don't yes! I never I'm said Batman next. didn't have his powers because Batman doesn't fucking have powers, bro. I feel like I'm Max, like Hawkeye. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, oh. and then bro, that motherfucker could dot you up with an arrow from fucking six light years away. Okay, but and you're taking Hawkeye? He can if fucking I get close enough. If I get close enough where he doesn't hit no me. No chance, dude. You just said you could kick no. the shit out of Batman. Dude. Batman's a fucking <laughs> pussy, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? Dude, Batman's arms are the size of you. You know what I mean? No dog? fucking. I'm wrecked. taking Batman like all day long. Four. Like, easy fucking hand to hand combat. Boom. Kick to the fucking knee. Uppercut to the fucking jaw. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> fucking. Easy. No. 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 Easy. But yo, the Joker would get fucked. I'd, I'd fuck him up. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You, you could fuck you up any villain. Tucker? Bro, if the any Joker's villain? smiling no. on me like no, that, dude, he's getting rocked. I can't fuck up any villain. I feel like there's a lot of them that would kind of body Name one. Shit. Name one. Thanos. No. That, he doesn't count. He's a fucking Bane. titan. Bane. Bane. Easy. No. Which one, though? Are we talking, like, live action movie? Like live action easy. Comic, live action like easy. Comic book because if it's the comic book dude, he gets fucking like probably not comic book, but live action massive. easy. I'm fucking up Bane. Bane's worse than Batman, Batman, and I think I can fuck up Batman. Obviously, I can fuck up Bane. Bane fucked up Batman. Bad broke his back actually. Yeah. Yeah, and then he came back and kicked his ass. That's fair. That's okay, a valid well, point. Yeah. It's all about the comeback season, baby. We call this comeback campus. I mean, we fucking win those university, baby. I, really think I, I think I beat the shit out of Robin. Yeah, but yeah, no yeah. Hey, oh, he can beat Scorpion, on, but I can't on, beat on. fucking Batman. You can't beat Scorpion. Hey, where... <laughs> hold on. Hey, where was your confidence? I'd beat anybody just because I have a gun. Like, let, yeah, like, let's say you can well, have, like, anything point. you want in the fight. Well, now, oh, well, now, now it's a whole different ball game. No, it's not. I never said you couldn't have weapons. I said 1v1 Roman style. What they had weapons, weapons in Rome. In that? There was no d discretion. No. You're, to you're telling me gladiators didn't have swords. <laughs> gladiators didn't have swords. Okay. But, but, but I, I do bro. stand by 1v1 fist to cuffs on beating Batman. Now, bro, when you say 1v1, it's hand versus hand, dog. Fair no, that's not true. That's, that's not true. That's not true at all. One v one Roman style in the gla in the fucking Coliseum. They have nets with I didn't know it was tables, ladders, they fucking, and chairs. They had fucking buddy. swords and shit, dude. Yeah. Dude, okay, so you give me a sword, you give Batman a sword. I'm fucking winning. I'm dog shit and the shit out of Spartacus. That's what I'm saying, no, dude. You're not trained with the fucking sword. Neither is Batman. <laughs> Batman has never once held a sword in his life. Not one time. You know how many times I've held a Nerf sword in my life? More have than Batman. Bale trilogies, More than Batman. Hey, do y'all remember uh, <laughs> Ra's al Ghul? When Batman had a train yes. with Ra's al Ghul, he held a bow staff a and a sword. So had I just both. wanted to... Bro, all I'm saying is, Kane, where was this confidence when I was telling you about the duck-sized horse, buddy? We have Do you shit. realize how big a fucking duck-sized horse is, Travis? There's a difference between a six-foot-tall man and a 12-foot-tall duck, 
Travis. But you're gonna take Batman? Yes! Dude, no, but, dude think about how big. Duck. So we're talking the entire stature of a horse in a duck. You're talking a 12-foot-tall duck, and it's going to weigh fucking 2,000 pounds, and you think you could take ducks it? aren't shit, though. I can take a 6-foot-tall 250 fucking Batman. Batman is snapping you in half before you even realize what happened. The duck, as long as you don't get snapped. No, dude. By its I don't mouth, think you realize the do? size of a horse-sized duck. Oh, no, I, but now I have weapons, remember? So what if I just fucking body this duck thing that we created? Okay. I this question I, has changed so much. It yeah, hasn't, I, I said anymore. Roman fucking style. He brought up his gun, and I said, okay, let's say you get weapons. It's a completely different question. It's not a changed question. It's a different question. You guys are taking it to the fucking extreme. I said, hand-to-hand, <laughs> one-to-one, I'm beating fucking Batman. And I said, you give me a sword, you give him a sword, no, I'm wait. still beating fucking Batman. Wait, so why why are you able to beat Batman, but you yeah, can't beat a fucking duck? Yeah, what's... I said I could beat a normal duck, Travis. <laughs> no, I know, but a horse-sized, bro? Like, just kill that motherfucker. A horse-sized duck. Do you think you could beat... I, no. With weapons. I just can't comprehend well, yeah, the confidence yeah, that you could... Exactly. With Batman, weapons, no I think problem. I could beat it. But if you're talking fucking fist to cuffs, I'm not beating a fucking horse-sized duck. Well, you're being Batman? Batman has no powers and competes with Superman. It's still going to be pretty sturdy, but it's also just a duck. So if you spear tackle it like a fucking quarterback. Bro, a horse-sized duck is going to be like 2,000 pounds. That's fine, bro. You're not fucking tackling a fucking 2,000-pound fucking duck. No, I'm taming it and training it to become mine. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? Fucking grab its neck and fucking be like, giddy up, bitch. Like, what, dude? Like. Wait, oh, wait, hold on. So you can't spear a duck. Horses are domesticated. So are ducks. No, not like a horse, dude. You're not climbing on a duck. It's not happening. I will go and you said you're right taking now. out Batman's knees. Yeah, I but said I was going to fucking karate, karate kick his fucking kneecap backwards. And he's going to catch your leg. And no, the fuck he's not, dude. No, he's not. Dude. Yes. Especially if I have a sword. <laughs> <laughs> We need to move on to another question. Yeah, it's yeah, over, dude. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you think you could take fucking anything up to Hulk, and I'm just saying I can fight a fucking six-foot-tall, 250-pound man. Easy. Well, you can't take a horse-sized duck, buddy. I don't think they understand what the difference is between a six-foot-tall, 250-pound man and a 12-foot-tall, 2,000-pound duck is, Troy. And the duck's yeah, dude, it's the size of this fucking room. How big do you think a horse is? Bro, a horse is at least fucking eight foot tall. And they weigh a ton. Like, at least a thousand pounds. See, I can't mentally comprehend yeah, the duck I, proportions. I you're so you're, you're thinking the back of the duck is, is the same size as a horse. A horse, like, to your height is probably about here on the back of the fucking horse. The head is probably about fucking here. So you're talking, like, on your head standing. So you're talking a horse is probably eight to nine foot tall. Maybe, let's say seven. Let's say seven to eight. And weighs fucking 800 pounds. You taking it? You're just going to spear that fucking duck? No. Saying is, I have more confidence in that over taking fucking Batman, dude. I think you also forget ducks have fucking wings. That wingspan is going to be 20 fucking feet. (laughs) (laughs) Is Batman suited up? 
That's what I'm if saying. If Batman it's, suited it's up, it's a different story. I didn't say that. Okay, but Batman not suited up is not Batman. It's just Bruce Wayne. Okay, so so what I'm saying is you give me a fucking sword, it's on site with fucking Batman in his suit. If he has his shit, it's on site. You should be saying Bruce Wayne because Batman is different than Bruce Wayne. Fuck it. I take Bruce fucking Batman in his suit. Fuck it. Okay. Easy. Easy. What's the next question? Bro, Travis, hold up. You said you could take anything under Hulk. Yeah, yeah. What was up with that? Oh, fuck you. I'm just saying I can take fucking Batman. Like, Batman's realistic. It's at least possible. You You guys are attacking me. Let's attack Travis. Okay. Yeah. Me, TJ, and Kane all said, well, I was thinking Hulk. No, 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 no. I said maximum like Hulk. Like, that is the the peak fucking performance guy. I cannot come close to that. I am nowhere close to Hulk. No. No. Yo, Travis, you did say Spider-Man, though, and he would he would fuck your shit up. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. If if Batman is going to be only Bruce Wayne, then I'm only fighting Tobey Maguire. No, we started talking Lightwork. about different things. Toby's I said I could take him as fucking Bruce Wayne. I could take him as fucking Batman. I could take him 1v1 sword-to-sword combat. I said I'm I could fucking take Robin. Batman no matter what. I'm beating Robin. I'm losing to Nightwing. I'm and kicking I'm fucking Robin's ass. I'm fucking kicking Joker's ass, I'm kicking Harley Quinn's ass. I'm fu- it doesn't fucking matter. Harley Quinn, sorry. It doesn't Queen. matter. Hey, yo. Anyone who doesn't like Batman has no idea what the fuck we've been talking about for 10 minutes. Ridiculous, dude. All right, so so we're going to wrap this up with Troy here because we've been doing this for an hour and 20 minutes. We're going to get off this yeah. fucking fictional character thing. Uh. If so, it. so the mm-hmm. last question we had for for our next guest, and I hope you've been thinking about your question because you have to leave a question for a guest, a deep question. I sent you that. It's right there. It's been in the fucking <laughs> thing the whole time. It's in the pictures I sent you. Uh, is So the deep question we had, had for you and that we're going to answer like, as oh, well shit. is if you could have dinner with one person from any time in history, who would it be and why? Abraham Lincoln. Why? Because he wrote the Gettysburg Address. That is not your Okay, so elaborate. Okay. So I'm obviously a huge patriot. It's just who I am. Nothing stands above this country more than anything. So go back to a little bit of a serious thing is I understand the Gettysburg Address was written about the Civil War. Understood. But what he says in the Gettysburg Address is a reason why I would like to have a dinner with him. Same thing with the rest of the Founding Fathers. You know what I mean? What is your true image for the United States of America. Not this bullshit we're deciphering. No, like, tell me exactly what each and every single one of you wanted. Yeah. But if I had to choose somebody, I'd choose Abraham Lincoln because he wrote the Gettysburg Address. That's a valid. That's pretty dope. And, like, it goes back to, like, Dr. Parr and stuff. Like, she was a big Abraham Lincoln Bro, fan. How, how do we beat your answers? You know yeah, what I what? mean? Dude? Stop being a bitch, Travis. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being a bitch. Now get ready. You're on deck. Um, that's tough. You want me to fill in for you? If I could have dinner with anyone, anyone from history, one time. Yeah, fill in, dude. I don't have anything. <laughs> I See, I, I have a couple 
like I have two that I'm really debating back and forth on because I would absolutely love to have dinner with I know this is not someone in history, I guess, but it's Sylvester Stallone, aka Rocky Balboa. That dude has been he doesn't know I even exist, but he has been a major influence <laughs> for me. <clears throat> so I would just really want to sit down and talk to him because he's, you know, been in the acting world for a long time, so he'd probably have a bunch of cool stories. Mine so would be Kobe. Kobe. That was who my second one was gonna be. Actually. Why Kobe? Why Kobe? Yeah. Uh mama mentality just never quits and I I feel like I have that mindset, but not to the extent that he did. And I think that's something that I really like to pick his brain about. Hmm. That's a good one. I think if I could have dinner with one person, like I have a couple that come to mind. Like the first one would be George Washington. Just because be cool. same same yeah. like you were thinking. That was the first person that came to mind. But I think in reality it would just be like probably like any pharaoh like from Egypt or like oh. uh Caesar from Greece. Or like be cool. maybe maybe even Genghis Khan. Because oh, like Alexander the Great. Yeah, dude, like the stories that they have and like their outlook on the world. And like you said, like with George Washington, like, bro, what are we supposed to be? Like, what are we supposed to be doing? Or like the last one. So I know I'm giving a ton, but these are like, just, these were the ones that came to my head. I didn't have a specific one would be myself from the future or myself from the past. I dead ass thought about saying that, but I wasn't yeah. sure if that was, that was the last one the- that I thought of like, man, to like sit down and talk to myself when I'm 60 or like, Sit down and talk to myself when I'm, like, fucking 16. Be like, yo, bro, just wait. Like, I think that would be Man. fucking wild. Uh, I just think that that would be fucking insane. Yeah, that would be crazy to be able to either reflect on what happened or tell your younger self how to fix your fuck-ups. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, you could be better than this. Like, do better. Um, yeah. So- so that that brings us to our last little thing here is, uh, Troy, you have to leave a question for the next guest and for us to answer. Keep in mind, like, it's supposed to be a deeper question. Uh, and also keep in mind, it's my father. So, uh, yeah, it's a high bar. Actually, I Googled a whole bunch of deep questions just for this. And the reason why I said, ooh, is because I knew it was your father up next. What does spirituality mean to you? Spirituality. Yep, Spirituality. Okay. So obviously we answered that in the next episode. So that's a good one, I think, for my dad. Uh, I don't know how much meaning it'll have to him, but I think we'll get get an interesting answer out of it. Um, Other than that, I mean, our 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 first guest is is good to go. We we had a good segment. If you guys want, so this is me asking you guys live. Do you guys want to record a second uh, sports episode, or do you guys want to leave it here and let the and keep going. Like, what do you what do you guys think? Let's let's decide live. Uh, okay. No, I think this is. I think this is a solid episode alone. Yeah, yeah I me feel too. Like we don't really need to squeeze maybe sports we, in. Maybe we do split up our sports into different episodes. I think that would be okay. So then, do you want to do sports like? So this is us discussing this, but we're gonna do our sports in a, in a second episode. Uh, so that'll bring us to the end of this one. Uh, we'd like to leave you guys with a positive uh, quote to end the 
uh, episode every week. We started this last week as well as the question. Uh, the positive quote I have for this week is pineapple energy. Uh, it's something that I built throughout stream, and I really want to use this early on because uh, it, it, pineapple energy, what it stands for, is positive energy always. Always surround yourself by positive people. Surround yourself with positive vibes. And surround yourself in a positive environment because there's two things that positivity does. Positivity breeds success, and positivity breeds more positivity. With those three things, you can succeed at all things you do in life. And just remember, pineapple, pineapple energy forever, and always stay positive, guys. I hope you guys have a great night, great evening, whatever time of day it is. Please enjoy whatever time you're listening to this, and please re leave a review if you haven't already. Uh, you guys have a good night.